This podcast is sponsored by Xgrowth. Xgrowth is the APAC ABM agency. If you and your organization are looking to land and expand enterprise mid-market deals, Xgrowth is the agency to help. Xgrowth works with a wide range of international and global technology vendors, service providers, and B2B SaaS companies. If this sounds like some of your interests to know more about, make sure to check out Xgrowth at xgrowth.com.au. That's xgrowth.com.au and chat with the APAC ABM agency. What's up, marketers, and welcome to another episode of the Growth Colony podcast. I'm Liza from Xgrowth to tell you that I will be hosting today's episode. Normally, you guys will hear me do the intros and outros, but today it's a little different. In this episode, I get to chat with the guy who is normally asking the questions, Director of Growth at Xgrowth, and my boss, Shaheen Hoda. What's up, Shaheen? Not that much. This is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to this. How does it feel to be in the hot seat of your own show? Look, I mean, so far so good, but the hard stuff hasn't started yet, so uh, we'll uh, we'll see about that. Right. Okay. Okay. I've got I've got good questions for you. I got good questions. Let's do it. But basically, this episode is all about the current recession. So as most of us are aware, there have been thousands of tech workers who have been made redundant due to what's been happening in this new economic reality. So to start us off, Shane, I hear that you've been made redundant in the past. Could you tell us a bit about how that all went down? Yeah, sure thing. So I... I was made redundant probably about six years ago, and it was it was not it was not a redundancy that it was like a company performance or things like that. We just didn't agree on certain things. I thought I was in the right, and the employer thought they were in the right, and you know we decided to part ways. But it was a it was very rapid. It was very similar to being redundant, which it impacts your self-esteem and your confidence and all those things. So I think I, I I do get how it feels when one is unexpectedly made made redundant or laid off or leaves leaves a job. But it was about it was about six years ago. Right. Okay. So Shaheen, how did you rise from being redundant? Like how did you get back on your feet? I think the most important thing is that you have to think about it. it's not easy right so it's never easy it that surprise work defines us so much right like we spend a third of our life if not more if you if you're a bit of a workaholic you spend more of your life doing that thing and you probably had been doing that thing that you were doing for a number of years so it very closely defines you as a person your personality who you are it, it is very ingrained in in you so all of a sudden that that tie being cut off it feels it can feel that maybe you're not good enough or you didn't do a good job or that you're 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 at loss right Right, and i think the most important thing to do is to take a day or two or three just just to take everything in and realize what has happened acknowledge what has happened. But I think there are certain positives to it as well. The main thing is you've just faced an external pressure in your life. 
something that has come in externally and has disrupted your life rather than happening internally, rather than you making a decision, making a change about your life, you had an external change, you, you were subjected to an ex- external change, right? And that's, a, that's, a, that's not so good because you didn't expect it and it disrupts a lot of things, but it's, it's a good thing because most growth happens through two, two things. It happens through pressure and it happens through feedback, right? Those are the two things. And, and if those two come together, that is fantastic. That is an amazing opportunity for you to grow out of what you were and shed a skin and go to the next level, right? So I think looking at it from that perspective, after a couple of days, I really contemplated that. I was stressed. I was like, you know, what's going to happen? How am I going to progress from here? Yada, yada, yada. But then I looked at it from an angle of, hey, this is an amazing opportunity that I had externally being enforced on me that now I need to make changes and then go back at this thing called work again. Right. So what I started to do when I, when I changed my attitude towards it was a lot of upskilling. And I think that is key for anybody who, who's made redundant because now you have this, you have ample amount of time. You have, if you're doing a standard nine to five, you have 40 hours of time in a week that you can dedicate to learn, learn, and learn. I think that is that is the most crucial component because one, it's going to upskill your capability. Two, is going to build up your confidence again. Once you start learning, you're like, wow, like these are the things that a lot of your peers might even not have the time to dive into those things. When I was made redundant or, or left, that, left that role, what was really hot, for example, was content marketing, what was really hot was conversion rate optimization. So I went and signed up for multiple courses and I started taking those from some of the best in the industry. And I was really lucky. I remember I was in my room and I was thinking about this. There was a course that was it was expensive for me, um, a 20-something-year-old. And I was thinking about, you don't have any income. Now, I did have some savings. And this is key. And it's too, if, if you've been, if somebody who's listening to this is made redundant now, this advice might not be helpful, but it's so critical to have, I had six, six months of living expense in my bank account, right? So I had the emergency account. So therefore I knew if I did not do, if there was not a single penny that came in, I can cover my basic and even a little bit more uh, of my living expenses for six months. So that gave me a lot of confidence and and a lot of um, a lot of room to move around, right? So and then in that time, when you think about investing in yourself, you're like, okay, I got to keep this cheap. I got to keep this cost efficient. I did the opposite. I went and signed up for a course. It was it was a fairly expensive course. Now again, I'm not saying for everyone to do this. I did a lot of research on the program. I did a lot of digging. And I got to know the, the guy who was running it and I did the program and it was great. It was fantastic. It was one of the programs that I did, but it was fantastic. And it really opened up my mind into some of the things that were possible, right? So I think that is really critical. Upskill, upskill, learn, learn, learn. Very important. The other thing that I would say is I think what if you have that opportunity, what you should do, you should dive into some of the areas that are extremely new and are extremely hot. As we're recording this, 
what is super hot and was super trendy is chat GPT, generative AI. That's an area that is very hot. So if I was made redundant today, for example, that would be the area that I would focus on. I would, I would tear apart anything that I could get my hands on in terms of upskilling in that field. You might be aware of other fields. Dive in there and do that. Why? And, and I'll, I'll explain why. You can become an expert in those fields relatively early, relatively quickly, because this field is so new that there are not a lot of experts in there. And therefore, everybody kind of starts at the same pace or, or relatively the same pace. There are some people that are more. But statistically and across the society, if you do, if you sit down right now and do 40 hours, which is a week of a working week, 40 hours of research and digging and understanding into generative AI, you would be considered an expert in that field. Yes, you might not be able to start coding and build apps and all that stuff. But you, you would know more than 99% of the people in this, of the people around you, right? And you might start focusing on how generative AI is going to impact marketing. Now, you might not even know, need coding. So you would, you would probably know more than 99% of marketers about generative AI and how it could apply to marketing. All of a sudden, you're an expert in a field that is extremely hot. hot and you did that within a week, right? So, I mean, how exciting is that? It is. Like, I think that seems like such an important thing as well. Just the upskilling and, yeah, looking into what's trending. I guess that would really help out a lot of people right now, you know, just to get into those areas. So, yeah, you it, make really it good can, Yeah, it can. And it, it, and it's really important for people to don't look at the short term. I'm not saying that within a week you're gonna you're gonna you know land a job that is are gonna require generative AI capabilities for what you're doing. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is probably in six months' time is going to be extremely beneficial and it's going to catapult you forward in terms of uh, in terms of what you're doing, what you're capable of doing. There's a second point that I would raise here, and the second point is to reach out to your network and ask for advice. Say, hey, this has happened. You know my skill. You know who I am. What do you think I should do? You ask for advice, and you're going to be able to pick up a lot of gigs. You're going to be able to pick up tons of gigs from your network, and people will be like, oh, really? Like you? So are you looking for something? Is that, can you help us with this thing? We're trying to, I don't know, we're trying to build our website, and we need somebody to kind of like help us out with that and maybe manage that process. Or we're trying to run a campaign here, and we, we haven't done it before, and you're going to be amazed how many gigs you can pick up. And that's going to be an, another thing that's going to generate a source of income. But at the same time, it's going to, it's going to keep you engaged and fill in your days. You're still in the market. You, you're, you're talking and dealing with a lot of people. So it can be very beneficial to maybe you have a two-month, three-month gap between when you made redundant until you find your next gig. It might be a bit longer. But in that time, you're still in market, you're still doing things, you're still interacting with in the professional network. At the same time, you're upskilling on certain levels, certain areas. And um, from there, Bob's your uncle. That is, I think, that those two areas are probably the most important things to do. And the most obvious one is obviously apply for jobs. But uh, I, don't think, I don't think we need to say that. Mm, yeah. I was just curious 
with the whole time and like where yeah obviously people will have time to like upskill and obviously reach out to their networks and stuff but what about those who might struggle with finding time like you know we might have like single parents or just people who are a little busy what do you think they could do well i think you have to think about it from the standpoint you you, there is going to be a bit of a struggle right that most definitely is going to be a bit of a struggle and keep in mind you were spending 40 hours working before this now yes if you if you have a kid and you're putting them in in childcare and you can't do that yes now you have to take care of your kid and and that's going to take up a, a bit of your time but you have to work around it like this is not going to be a time that everything is going to go according to plan everything is going to be you know super unscheduled and and rosy and and easy to navigate so you have to get you have to put on the hustle face on and whether it's maybe you say i'm going to wake up at 5 a.m in the morning and i'm going to do three hours in the morning before my kid wakes up right whatever it is you have to get resourceful in terms of how you're going to allocate that time to to get something done hustle it's it's well i i don't like to use the word hustle i think resourceful is, is is a lot better i think the word hustle gets a lot of bad rep what i'm really trying to say is is once you once we accept and once i accepted that hey i'm gonna go through a lot of hard time right now in order to come out of this i get very resourceful Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm i'm happy to take shit i'm happy to go through a lot of challenges and 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 uh, going through difficulty for me to come out of this right but you just that's why you have to take those couple of days first and then look at it as an opportunity we talked about pressure and feedback and then dive in because that's where you're going to be most resourceful if you haven't had those conversations with yourself you you might have a hard time being developing that resourcefulness mindset mm, yeah so I, I was just about to say yeah it seems like this all kind of comes down to mindset because yeah, it's, it obviously seems like it would be tough. You know, I don't think any, yeah. everything comes down to mindset. Everything comes down to mindset. Growing as a person, growing a business, doing crazy stuff. You know, like for our podcast, I remember we envisioned having some really big thought leaders to come on the podcast. And when we had that thought, we really didn't know how that's going to happen. Why would they come on the podcast? Like, why would they listen to us? But it was the mindset of saying, you know what, we're going to do whatever it's possible to get these people. We're going to be ballsy. We're going to reach out to them. We're going to, you know, pamper them. We're going to find referrals, whatever it's, it's, we can, we're going to do in order to get a hold of some of these people. Some of them are extremely busy. Some of them are very well known people in the, um, in the marketing space where very rarely would uh, would jump on a podcast. And we, we did it. There, were, there was a number. I don't want to say one or two people because it's not going to be right to everybody. I mean, people can go and listen to our podcast. But there are a number of heavy hitters that we were then later on able to bring on the podcast. And it all comes down to mindset because there is no reason, no logical reason for that person to come on the podcast, for that, especially for that first one, for that first big heavy hitter to come on the podcast. No reason. It's all mindset and, you, and and it is being resourceful. Yeah, sweet. It's all come down to mindset. The beauty of mindset, right? That's it. That's it, Liza. Now, I was wondering 
what is this new economic reality? Because we see that like so many layoffs have been happening, like with Google, Microsoft, Spotify, Amazon. I could keep listing. Why are these redundancies happening? So there, there is one school of thought that talks about there is a recession, right? And there's a possibility that there is, that maybe there is. I don't think there is a recession. I think this is a completely normal cycle. So in, I don't know if we've talked about this, but my background is engineering, right? I studied electrical engineering. And in electrical engineering, there is a concept called, you, you create filters based on signals. So you have these signals that would, that would shoot to a certain level. So let's say a signal goes from zero to one, okay? So the signal doesn't just go in a step format to, to one. What happens is the signal will shoot up, and, but it will go to maybe 1.4. And then they will shoot, because it's trying to now stabilize around one, it will then shoot down. It will go to maybe 0.97, and then it will go up to 1.2, and then slowly, slowly it will stabilize. And this is quite, this is the same concept it happens in stock market. It happens in there, there's so many parallels to, to this phenomena. Same thing has happened in the tech space. What happened was we had COVID hit and the market told the companies in the technology space, we have, the demand has gone from X to X plus five, for example. Now, the, the technology companies and vendors try to adjust for that. In natural and normal situation, what's going to happen is gonna, they're going to over correct. So they're going to go to X plus six in order to correct for that. Now, what has happened is COVID said, Hey, we have, we need X, X plus five. And then COVID went away and, and it's not, it has not come back to the same level It's X plus three, maybe, but companies overshoot and corrected for, or, or aim for X point X plus six or seven. What we're seeing now is that they're just, they're just correcting that they're just going back and, 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 reaching equilibrium at a certain level that is now more aligned with market needs. When you look at redundancies, Microsoft, sorry, not Microsoft, Amazon, I think, made 18,000 people redundant. In the same period, right, in the COVID period, right, they hired 750 or so thousand people. So think about that difference. So they've hired 750,000 people and they've fired now 18,000. Is that a recession? I don't think so. That's just correction. That's just saying, hey, we just did a little bit too much hiring. And by the way, this number is the same thing. It's not as extreme as Amazon. Amazon was very extreme, but it's the same thing with Salesforce, with Microsoft, with, I mean, Apple has not done any redundancies, uh, but every other company, especially the big one, Facebook, the big company, the big big tech companies, have hired far more during the COVID period than they've made redundant right now. And some people might be arguing that, oh, look, this is just the beginning. It's coming. But when you look at some of the other industries, like energy industry or uh, multiple different industries that you look at, you don't see the carnage that we're seeing in the tech. Some of them are going very strong. So why we're having these layoffs is overcorrection of the market. Like organizations just, just went too high and they're just correcting for the market, in my opinion. And 
we're probably going to come out of this. And again, I think we're going to come out of this in, in six months time and, uh, and we're going to be in a much better position. Okay. You heard it here. Six months, <laughs> six months. That's that, it. That, is, That's that it. is Mr. Hoda's prediction. Six months. We'll check in with you by the way. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's do that. I, I, uh, I would love to be proven wrong, Okay. but I would All also right. love to be proven right. That would be great as well. All right. I will mark the calendar for six months for you. Sounds good. Let's do it live. <laughs> cool. Just uh, keep me honest. Yes, of course. Always, always. Shaheen, thank you for letting me take over your role as host. Thank you for letting me. You do a much better you. job than I do. I mean, you know, before I know it, I might uh, I might lose my job. I mean. Get rid of it. No. Well, we'll see what the audience thinks. Yes. We'll see. Yes. At the end Please of the let day, us know. Let us know in comments. Let us know in if if Liza should take over my job. Uh, I I will embrace it with open arms. Oh. Okay. Pressure and feedback, Liza. Pressure okay. and feedback. I'll be looking out for those emails, guys. Thank you. Right, but thanks, Shaheen. Nah, thank you. Thanks, Liza. As Shaheen mentioned earlier in the episode, it's important to keep a balanced mindset which can be difficult when you find yourself being made redundant. So if you do find yourself struggling mentally during this time, please don't hesitate to contact Lifeline at 13 11 14. And for our listeners outside of Australia, you can find contact details for mental health services in your region at helpguide.org. The link, as well as other local resources, will be in the show notes below. This episode was produced and hosted by Liza Maywell. It was edited by Dave Semedo with additional editing by Liza Maywell and music arrangement by Alexander and Liza. Special thanks to Tina Wabe. We couldn't make the show without you. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe and give us a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Do you think you'd be a great guest or just keen for a chat? Send through an email at podcast at xgrowth.com.au. That's podcast at xgrowth.com.au. That's all for now. We'll catch you later in the week for our regular Thursday episode.